0: Okay, so that's just Hashem continuing, Keser Shem Tov, again, we've mentioned in previous and that we're not learning the Sefer Keseidr, we're not learning every single piece, some of the pieces are more Kabbalistically involved, others have lessons that it's harder to find practical relevance for our own lives, different Asagas, Ka'vanas, different ideas, we're trying, dafka to focus on the pieces that we can walk into Shabbos with something super practical that we can take for ourselves, we just started, don't worry, Mama's just started, thanks for coming. So let's take a look now at Kesha Shemtov And for all the Chabr that have been asking me, I'm using the Chabad edition. There are other editions of the Sefer, and the numbering is different in every Sefer. So you just have to flip around to the relative general area of Chavhei, and hopefully you'll recognize the words and you'll find it in your own edition. Mehav Al Shemtov Zechanodavracha, a bit of a longer piece this week. The Halik of Al Shemtov taught the following. The Shekhinah, which we've learned previously, correlates to the Sphira of Malchus, which is the energy of the Kli that receives all the different spiritual hashpais that come from the higher Eilamais. So the Shekhinah is Kolela, it takes into itself, so to speak, all of the different codes and codings and lines of code, so to speak, use the Gash, Gashmi's metaphor, for all the Ruchni's hashpais and it renders them into a form that we can experience as life. So it it contains everything. The inanimate life forms, the plant life forms, the the animal kingdom and medaber, of course, the human beings. And it contains everything within it, both positive forces and chasasham, there are also negative forces in the world. I don't know if you, you've noticed. You probably haven't. Right? Certainly not in Gilders Green. No, I'm kidding. But there, there, right? there are also negative forces in the world. Only in In also. Only in handan. Right. There are negative forces. But at the same time, all of our learning points us to the realization that everything is really one. Everything is unified. We've been learning on our Thursday night. But Shamrim. Everything is one. So how does that work? How does that work, right? That he has This element of the shchina ve'ech kolados beis hafachim benoise echad. How can it contain two opposite elements that seem to be completely contrasting and contrary to one another? Like, how do they how do they fit into one picture? Toivera shem beis hafachim. Right, it's two opposites, but v'hi and somehow there's a yichad between them. Abu ba'emes says the Balshemakadosh, an interesting vart. The Ha'eliget Zadik says, "I remembered this acronym earlier today, and now it's eluding me." Asa Shapir. Yes, thank you, Asa Shapir. ba'emes Asa He says we can answer it in the following way: Ki ha'rahu kise he says it's possible for the Ra in some way to actually service the energy of positivity. Kemoy upari hikriv, like we learned last week, that it's possible in for paroi, for the element of Mitzrayim, for the element of Mitzrayim, the challenges, the constrictions that we experience in our lives to somehow bring us closer to our Kish So somehow the Ra services, the, the objective of toiv, that everything is supposed to be flowing in that direction. or... Very simple. He says the Baal Shem Tov, it's possible for all the Ra in the world to be there to give a Yid that's striving. You don't have to have found anything yet, but to be a person that's on the derach of Bikush, like we learned last week, to know that you have a lack and you're trying to fill that lack and you look around and you see that there are many people who are not perceptive of anything that's missing in their lives and they live a life that's completely devoid of the Kedusha and the Ar that we know that we're able to feel in great moments of depth and connection and feeling plugged in and making difficult choices and living with discipline, etc., etc., etc. So that brings a certain amount of Hana to the Tzaddik. It gives a person Chizuk. The Eishlei Hana of a Tainuk, Al Yidei Hara. And somehow, because of the contrast, being able to understand what we have, Klape, the lives of those who don't have the blessing that we have. I don't think he means to say, to, to look down on such people. Adarabba, we, we cry over them. Palgei mayim yardu David Malkh says until him, my eyes spilled, palgei mayim, streams of water, that there are those yidden, that, that, that are disconnected. It's the biggest Gehenim in the world. Everybody's busy talking about Gehenim in the next world. Forget that. It's the biggest oynish in this world to live a life of, of, of self-focus. There's no greater sense of meaninglessness than filling one's life with all the things that appear to be meaningful vis a vis this world, but yet there's a lack. And we see this again and again and again and again in the lives of the most successful people who have it all on a this worldly level, who will tell you, Bipemaleh. And it's increasingly true in today's culture where Bar HaShem, many pseudo spiritual. Um, I don't. I shouldn't say pseudo. Many spiritual disciplines are being adapted across a very wide spectrum of the secular community. Mindfulness and and meditation and uh, and 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 discipline. There is a there is a, a stream in that direction. It a, that's a very very good thing. That's it, unfortunately it's not the whole picture, and that's ultimately it, it might fill a, a void but it's still not the ultimate truth and so it may be what I like to refer to as Derech Eretz that's Kodmalatira. So I think that it's definitely a part of our well being. We have to we have to have good healthy eretz first for the seed of Torah to be planted in, but you and I know that it, it goes a step beyond that too. Because okay so you did your mindfulness and you did your meditation and you're your you your mayusha but now what? Right? What do you fill so you have a cleave, but what are you filling the cleave with? What is life all about? And that's, that's something that you and I are privy to privy to understand that, what it means, what it means to give over to the next generation, what it means to be a part of a trans-historical mission that began at our Sinai and that that continues all the way until At Mashiach's coming. Now in the Bain of Mitzar, I'm talking about what the Beis HaMikdash was, in you know, our video series that we did the first week is what we lost. All the videos are talking, trying to give us a taste to understand that even the Yiddishkeit we have today by the biggest Sadik and goyin is a caricature of what Yiddishkeit is supposed to look like, what the world is supposed to look like. The V'chuli v'chaheinu to know that we're connected to such a thing. You look at the life of another Jew and you say, it's, ma- it's Mamish, forget about Gehenem, he's Mamish. And sometimes we feel that we're Mamish, we could live a life of, of Gehenem. We can experience hell, the hell of being disconnected from a higher trend, living in, in connection and in tune with our higher selves. And somehow when we have a really strong day, and we're plugged in, and we dive in a sh'tarke Not in a, I'm trying to, because it's very delicate. Not in a self-righteous way to walk out of shul and look at somebody else and say, ah, you know, at least I'm not that, or like, you know, I'm so, I'm so happy because look at him. That that's not the nekuda, but it's it's a bechina of vayikbat libay bedarka Hashem, as the pasik says, for a person to have a sense of of tainuk, of pleasure, to be makir who who we are, where we are. And that Hakadosh Baruch Hu saved us, like we say, Hakadosh Baruch Hu saved me Misha'al, from the gehenim of tachtia, which is the the lower elements of existence. But you could also say a remez tachtia. The word tachtia means the lower, like 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 shaol, like the depth of of gehenim. But it's also the word tachaska. You saved me from the gehenim. <coughs> Of being <laughs> under this mistaken impression that I could have I could have fallen that Hashem is somewhere up there and I'm all the way down. There's no Gehenna like that. Vitzalta ka So leave the judgment aspect of it out. On the contrary, we have compassion for another Jew. We're tzchus on another Jew. We know that if they would know what tefillah looks like, they would never dare talk during davening. We, we know the It could be tzchus? But what a privilege that I have this chus of not opening my mouth during davening. What, what a privilege. What a privilege that I know what Kabbalah Shabbos means. We're learning Kabbalah Shabbos. That I know how to say, with every letter and every word. and It's unbelievable. So all the ra, meaning everything that's not that, is there to support the feeling of tainuk that we're able to feel by living life the way that life was intended to be lived. What a privilege. That's what the Baal was is getting across here. When we see lesser behavior and we're able to reflect on what we have, what a paradise, what a Ganadin we have. And he says, You know what happens then? He says, It's possible for the Ra to have some kind of elevation. When the tzaddik looks at it with this perspective, recognizing where he is and what that is, not who that person is, because it's never that person. It's their behaviors, it's their ma'isim, for whatever reason. He says, just this ri'iyah, this stockless of the tzaddik, this clarity, itself could bring an aliyah to that person. Because the only reason, says the Baal Shem, Lefie, this understanding, that there's a ra in the world, is to elicit this kind of perspective. Memela, it was resolved. And that resolution mitigates whatever, whatever it was trapped in, because it was trapped for the purpose of eliciting this kind of reaction on the part of the tzaddik. This reaction is expressed. The thing is fixed. This is the elevation of the ra when a tzaddik looks at it in such a way. When it elevates from that place, it becomes cleansed from all the, all the evildoers, all the negative behaviors become become wiped away. And the same thing is with the which all of us have, I presume from time to time, I can only speak for myself, but I, I could speak for all of us too because we say, this is how we're programmed. It would be unhealthy if a person didn't have thoughts. That That's called being a human being. It's not something to, to beat yourself up for. It's, that's how Hashem wants it. We're we're not angels and we get reminded of that from time to time. But once a person is able to recognize the machshabah that there's that animal instinctual tendency that rises to the brain which animals have no way of dealing with, but human beings do, we can recognize that. I really want to look there. I shouldn't look there. It's not, it's not serving me. It's not, it's not, it's not worth it. Whatever, whatever you have connected to that. And a, and a person detaches themselves and carries on Eiza What a Tainuk. I'm a human being. I'm a human being. I can make choices. I can choose where to look. I'm not an animal. Aza Osher. Says the Baal Shem. it's worth having to help us focus on just how precious we are. Because you and I both know where we can quickly devolve into if we, were, if we were to let go of the human part of us and allow the animal part to take over mamish lower than animals. Yatush kadamach, the Gemara says, that's why the, the animals are all created before human beings to let the human being know that if he's not mamish being human, you're not just, you know, you're like among the animals, mamish, all the animals are created before you. Because using our scheming mind, we can go to a place that's far more more destructive and lower, more base than than animals can sink to. So maybe it's worth having an awareness, maybe even daily and maybe even multiple times a day, of the possibility of where we could reach, chas v'shalom, if we're not living life consciously. Consciously. Again, I want to leave out, that's why I always, if you notice, my terminology is somewhat different than than others. I want to use the same words that everyone else uses, but I I want to attach different definitions to them, because for many of us, the Ordinary definitions have become corrupted, or were, at least for me and for the, some of the younger generation, it, there's a lot of baggage around like hate sin. You know, I, so I don't like to use those words because s- it's not necessarily instructive. So I don't want to talk about from I want to just talk about conscious living, right? It means the same thing, but it's not an Indian of like, oh, the Russia Shiva said you have to look where you're there. Da, da, da. It's like now I'm like more from and now I can maybe move to color screen. No, I'm kidding. I, we have to do a <laughs> what he said before. That's not what it means. It just means it's not serving me. I want to live an elevated life. I want to live a life that's mugdara. I want to live a life of selim elokim. Selim elokim. To live awake. Not to allow the lower tendencies to take over. It doesn't bring me to a good place. It's not where I want to be. Forget about what Hashem wants for a second. It's not what I want. It happens to be that my deepest ruts and aligns with what Hashem wants because He's my Av. He's my father, and the father wants one thing, one thing only. If he's a healthy person, what's best for his child? So it turns out that my deepest, deepest rutzen is absolutely one and unified with Hashem's deepest rutzen. It's not that Karish Baruch was not trying to force me into some twisted pretzel and I have to suffer through a couple of years in this world because he promises me Oilam Hab in the next world. It's a joke. We have to get over that kind of thinking. It's mamish, not that. Ashrecha ba Oilam Hazeh. Also, v'tayv But the Iker Aysher, as all the can tell us again and again, is schar mitzvah mitzvah. doesn't mean mitzvah gereris mitzvah, Hashem will give you another mitzvah. It means there's no paradise in the world like the mitzvah itself. But I don't enjoy doing mitzvahs. So let's try to examine the mitzvah deeper so that we can inherit a, a deeper definition of, of what the mitzvah is and what's taking place during the mitzvah. Let's let's step into that. So, Prozdar some tzaddikim learned that there's an you element of it up, sure sure don't. means that there's an element of alam haba here too, and we can engage with the natural world as a hallway to that to that experience. But it doesn't have to be some some time later in time. Um, Mamash experienced it in this world. Schar mitzvahs mitzvah. Avada all the Hasidic sherevis who say that pshat, and it's it's almost. You know, that's like a ubiquitous tire as far as I can tell my limited learning. Of course they believe that there's an Olam Haba too. But that same Olam Haba, being the source of our neshamas in this world, and that relationship is a relationship beyond time, is something that we can begin to taste now. And it's not just the Chasidish as far as the Shara Paragit Aleph. It says the same thing. You experience the Gan Eden in this world. You take a look at Achshar Sabrechim also in the Rebbe, in the beginning. Malachar many that talk about the, the Jew's ability to connect to the spirit of, of Mamish Paradise when engaged in a mitzvah. It's not a mysterious nefesh. It's Mamish, not a mysterious nefesh, because where else would you rather be, and why? But it takes it takes a broad minded perspective to understand what life is and what the value of these things are. V'chule, v'chule, v'chule. Says the Baal Shem Akadosh, a machshavah ra is a kisei for this kind of tainug that we can experience when we're living lives again as human beings. Vehchein amar, and then the HaLev of Baal Shem Tav says, imagine this. She need sits and atzilus yoyrid ba atzilah fa Sometimes. A spark of a soul from atzilus, from an incredibly, incredibly lofty realm that has no sheichus to gashmius, no sheichus to and ayin, ayin, just a totally pure, batal, movutal, spark of elokos, is yoyrid down to this world. And he looks around the bewilderment, I don't know how many years it takes, or maybe it's just an infant that's clairvoyant, that's able to see very deeply, and then it leaves the world. But it's a spark from Matsilas and it takes a look at what's going on in this crazy world. People blind to what's going on, they're blind to godliness, and they have debates and atheism and, and all kinds of sophisticated ideas. You're blind to the fact that all of life is like we've discussed in Shearim, you're blind. And this Nitzitz Neshama from Matzilos, from that very lofty plane, feels pain. Over the Kovat Amelach mehem, Then it has such incredible prov- uh, uh, pleasure that it has no with within. Sometimes you can get this feeling. Again, I don't, I don't really like focusing on this thing. So I think that it reinforces some unhealthy attitudes that we've picked up around us versus the non Jews and, and who we are and how privileged we are. And, it it sometimes can turn into entitlement and, and looking down and, and shouldn't be that and that's not what Chazal intended at all. But there are times when a person sees just the lifestyle of Ainu Yuddin. And and it's okay for us to feel a little a little a little leaping in our heart of, of simcha that that's just not our life. That's just not our life. That's that's not that's not that's not our nachlah. Look what we stand for. The simplest Jew. The morality. The respect that children have for parents Just the most basic thing. I'm not talking big Sidus and Kabbalah and Tyra and Liman I'm just talking about the basic, basic, basic things. We should have a, a simcha from this. That's the bracha we make in the morning. Asani asanigai. Yesh Im sheena mehem. This nitzitz neshama has a bit of a... Like a sigh of relief. Anachasurach, that it, it was spared from that. That it was spared from. Ashrenu. Obzei Yuvan, with this, he wants to put it into the psukkim in the beginning of Harshish Lechlecha. Vayyoymer Hashem El Avraham. Akkadish Baruch, Hu said, Ta Avram Ratzalaymar. It should really be Avram, no? With a, with a map of our resident Balkai right here. That's also because he wasn't Avraham yet. Am I right? <coughs> Yeah, okay. So, but because it's a safer that's quoting it and we refer to him as Avraham now, El Avram says that the word Avram can actually be a reference to the Neshama. So he's learning it derech remez. Of course, on a simple level, it means that Hashem said to Avram Avinu. But he says that it means that Hashem is saying to each and every one of our Neshamas, Lechame Silus The Neshama. Leaves the realm of Atzilus, that very high, first level layer, and it goes down to the second layer, which is called Briah, which is ready Umi <speaking> moiladitcha. <in Hebrew> and then the Neshama goes from Briah and Ebi Briah goes down to the level of formation Yeshmi Yesh, and then Umi <speaking in> BeSavicha, <Hebrew> Baruch Hu sends the Neshama out of Utzira to the final realm to the physical plane. Of Asiya, la shehi, which is as the pasuk continues, haaretz asher which is the earth. So it's not that Echad Baruch was sending Avram Avinu out of three aspects of his situation, which is where he was living, which was in his in his eretz, in right, and his beis avicha, and he goes away. No, he says it's deeper. It's referring to the neshama's descent, as it were from the highest realm to the second highest realm, to the third highest realm, finally to the fourth rung. Ela oretz asher areka. Ve'akavana asher areka, shetireh. What does it mean areka? That I will show you, demonstrate to you. Milo shun The reshama comes down to the world. Shetireh sham. Ma'ise'an she'oy lo ma'asiyah eich m'kilem b'chvaydi He should live in a realm that's so absolutely connected to a higher plane of existence that he looks around and he feels estranged. He feels different and he recognizes that his task in this world is to remind other people that there's a higher way to live, to give them guidance. It's very beautiful that that word sometimes it's read like we think about it as or like um, reproof or, or, uh, you know, chastisement, like something harsh. But what's the shagrish of the word? right? What does it mean? What's the, what's the shari'sh of the word? Lehochiach, right? What's a vikuach? What is it? What are, what are two people trying to do in a vikuach? Each one is trying to prove their side. And I think that implicit in this word that's used for musr, for guidance, is a word that really means proof, which means to say that the strongest form of musr that we can give somebody, is to just prove what we're saying, memela by living it. Just by living it. So that's how I read this word. It doesn't mean to come down and yell at everybody. It means, v'taychicham. Prove to them that you can live in a higher way. Prove to them that you can taste Olam haba in this world. Prove to them that there is ultimate meaning behind, beyond how many cars you can have and how many houses you can own and how much money you can have at your bank. There's, there's more to life than this. Prove it to them. Right? That's what it means to So the Pesukim continue it's a little bit later. It's not an exact Pasuk after Pasuk, but a few Pesukim later. By Yirav Ba'aretz. There is Rav in the lands that Avraham arrives to, which means, R-a, ra-a This Neshama sees that the world is, is, is full of faithless people, it's people that, who are just looking with their eyes to the ground, they never lift up their eyes. They never see who created the world. So what does he do? What is this Avram of Inu, who is really the Neshama? What does it do when it looks around the world and it sees that the world is. So the Passover continues, says Avram Mitzrayim. And Avram goes down to Mitzrayim. So he wants to learn that the word Mitzrayim is. a Himamish feels. There's a constriction here. There's, there's a challenge. There's a struggle. It's very hard for him to see. It's very hard for him to see. He reads about people who are being cruel to one another. He reads about people that are, that are robbing from one another or hurting one another or, or embarrassing one another. And it's tremendously painful because such a person is able to see what the world can be and we're just one step away from that and why can't we get our act together? There's a higher way to live. So such a person lives in perpetual tsar. There is an element of tsar if you're awake. Being awake is harder than being asleep. But being awake is far better than being asleep because you're awake. It's much more painful. All of us would rather be sleeping the whole day than be alive and be awake, but we'd we'd be sleeping. So from time to time, there are Yidin who feel so sad about the world and about the state of the world and it pains them so deeply. And they may come to somebody that they want to like check in with and they say like, you know, I'm I'm just so full of pain all the time, and it's it's not a red alarm. It's not an alert. It's it's, it's the most wonderful indicator that you're if you're a feeling person. You're among the living. You have what Rabbi Nachman of Breslov referred to as a lave basar. It comes from a pasuk in Navi who said that that's what Breslov means. Breslov is the isias lave basar. You have a heart of flesh. You have a feeling heart. You don't have a heart of stone. A lave evan. You have a lave basar. A feeling heart, you're a sensitive person, you're awake. It hurts, it's because you're, you're not sleeping. So it hurts such a person. But then you know what happens then? There's also an element of joy. That at least we can breathe a sigh of relief. If I can't change the whole world, then at least I can start with myself. And at least ish I can try in my own little life to eradicate the madness within in the hope that somehow that contributes to the eradication of the madness without. That's all I can do. That's all I can do. You just try to get my own house in order. And from that standpoint, there's also chizek when we look out of our window from time to time and you look around at the world and you say, that I know a little bit how to be a parent to my children. What a privilege that I know about giving love to my children. What a privilege. And if I see other people that are in public spaces or in private spaces yelling or this or being overly critical and so on, I, it's not my place to say anything, but I know, what, I know what I can do in my own home. And my heart can be filled with joy might that, that hopefully hopefully, and, I was, and I'm saying mine, but I mean all of ours, that our children are getting what they need from us. What a privilege. And I'm using this as one example, but it goes on and on and on and on. And two things can be true at once. That's what it means to be a Yid, is for two things to be true at once. That's why we don't descend from Avram or Yitzchak alone, because they are two things. Avram is chesed, Yitzchak is gvurah. We descend from Yaakov, which means we descend from the place wherein two things are true at once then a Jew must live with with one the says one part of the heart is crying and one part of the heart is dancing at the same time all the time he has pleasure from this there's a part of him that feels incredibly Thankful and grateful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, sam chalkeinu kahem. Vigar aleinu kechalam oyna. Shabbos, good Great to see you. Shabbos, right? Vigar aleinu shay She'ena ke'echer mayhem. V'lachin and the passage continues, V'loi tu'aye ayat sahara, hanegba. Travels along with Avram HaNegba. What does this mean? Negba, he says, is a Lashon of Kisei. Of kise, right? Negba means the south. It goes underneath the thing it's supporting. So he says, when Avram Abinu does this, you know what happens to the Ra? The light. It gets lifted up in some way along with the tithe because... It's one thing. It's a kisei for the taiv. It reinforces the taiv. And in that sense, these two things are not opposites. In that sense, <laughs> the left is subjugated, so to speak, to the energy of the right, which means the element of the klipa, of the shell, of the husk, of the of the, of the the concealment of Hashem becomes illuminated by the light of, of the yamin. And you know what happens then? <laughs> Avram, the Neshama becomes laden. Very heavy. filled with these treasures that he unearthed from the life of this person. And once you remove those things, what happens? All the wrath falls away, and you can bring about a change in someone else's life. By, 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 by using, so to speak, that person, not, not in a judgmental way, but just to reinforce what we know to be right. Not judging where that person is. On the, on the contrary, you care so much about it, do something about it. Daven for the person. Make a chavrus for the person. V'kule, v'kule, v'kule. Not getting into that now. But these two things, it doesn't have to be one, you know, at the expense of the other. Leave that person the way that they are. But allow it to reinforce your, your joy without looking down on them. But looking up at yourself to reinforce what you know to be right. Sometimes we learn from good examples. Hopefully, there are other times when can learn from such from something that's not a good example. And in that sense, it supports what we learn and what we know and what we're trying to trying to rise into. Says so that's what it means that Avram left laden with mikneh kasef bezav with silver, with gold, with property, peers Shalit sinit tei he took out all those sparks. <laughs> what 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 the, the Mekubalim say on the pasuk that Yosef had said, collected all the money of all the people that were coming to buy grain. Is also an element of this that he lifted the sparks out of that out of that dark place. And this is a big avoda that all of us can do. I mean, we have to work on the non-judgmentalism part of it because it's very easy for it to become that. But, but we can also be proud of ourselves. And we can understand that we're growing people. We're m'vaksha <laughs> Hashem. You look at other people and you say, I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what they're going through and I daven for them. But hoidu that I, who we are, what we are, where our sights are. We're trying to be human beings. We're trying to have it alakim. We're trying to taste paradise in this world. She to see, a'lamcha <laughs> all of us, and, uh, and the building of the Beis HaMikdash, a'shlishi, where we can feel that fully, and there be meno amen wa amen veses <laughs> a